Welcome to News Kids. I'm Rose. And I'm Zara. And together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today. Each week we cover top stories across world news, politics, science, technology, entertainment and arts. Hello, this is Isa. This week we are focusing on the COP26 Climate Change Conference. We will also be talking about the Queen and the very important subject of Roblox. This week, all the headlines are dominated by the COP26 Climate Change Conference taking place in Glasgow from the 31st of October to the 12th of November. So I'm going to talk a little bit about what exactly COP26 is and Zara will cover a few more details about the conference. The COP, or the Conference of the Parties, is the overall decision-making body of the United Nations framework on climate change and is attended by 197 countries that signed a legally binding agreement in 1992 when they committed to avoiding any dangerous human interference with the climate. This is its 26th annual meeting, which is why it is called COP26. It should have taken place last year, but it was postponed because of the pandemic. So, why is it so important? President Biden's climate envoy, John Kerry, described COP26 as the world's last chance to avert the climate catastrophe. So, before we talk about the conference, let's talk a little bit about climate change. When we talk about climate change, we are talking about the global changes in the Earth's average temperature. The Earth's temperature moves up and down, but recently it has been increasing faster than it usually does because of humans using oil, gas and coal for their homes, factories and transport. When these fossil fuels burn, they release greenhouse gases like carbon dioxide, which traps the sun's heat and causes the Earth's temperature to rise. We now have many more extreme weather events due to climate change, like forest fires and floods. The last 10 years were the warmest on records, and governments agree that collective action is needed. During COP21, which was in 2015, countries signed the Paris Agreement, which is a legally binding international treaty on climate change, in which countries agreed to make changes in order to stop global temperatures rising. Under the Paris Agreement, countries are supposed to increase their efforts every five years and to send new targets to limit any global temperature increases to 1.5 degrees Celsius. The eventual aim is to keep cutting emissions until they reach net zero in 2050. Net zero is the point at which a country is taking as much of these climate changing gases out of the atmosphere as it is putting in. In any event, new targets were due to be submitted at the end of last year, but many countries either failed to submit them or submitted them without changing their targets. So with leaders from almost 200 countries attending, COP26 is acting as a bit of a deadline to secure tougher targets from countries and try and fulfil the aims of the Paris Agreement. So with all that background in mind, Sarah will now fill you in on some more details about COP26. Hello, this is Zara, and I'm going to update to you on some of the big talking points around COP26. 
Some of the most important leaders in the world are attending the conference in Glasgow, including the American President Joe Biden. Mr. Biden has pledged during the conference to work with the European Union and other countries to reduce methane emissions by 30% worldwide by 2030. It is very important to reduce methane to improve the quality of the air we breathe, as well as reducing climate change. And so, this has been an important pledge. Another important agreement signed at COP26 is the pledge by more than 100 countries to end deforestation by 2030. Deforestation is when trees are pulled down from materials or to make space for housing or farming. It contributed to climate change because it cuts down forests that absorb a lot of the warming gases, such as carbon dioxide. $19.2 billion is going to be provided in public and private funds to help meet this target, and the money will help to restore already damaged land, tackle wildfires, and also support indigenous communities who rely on the rainforest for food and medicine. The UK Prime Minister said that this was a landmark commitment. We have to stop the devastating loss of our forests, he said, and end the role of humanity as nature's conqueror and instead become nature's custodian. Some important world leaders have, however, confirmed that they will not be attending COP26 and there are concerns that it will be heard to make big decisions on climate change without the leaders of these countries present. China's president has not attended despite China being the biggest emitter of carbon in the world. Instead, he has made a written statement to the COP26 climate conference. He has called on developed countries to provide support to help developing countries do better in dealing with the climate crisis. In updated pledges, China confirmed to the UN last week that it would bring its emissions to a peak before 2030 and cut them to net zero by 2060. It also promised to raise total wind and solar power generation capacity to reach its goals. Climate watchers were hoping for greater pledges. One of the biggest issues is around developing countries who are not responsible for a lot of the emissions in the past. Africa, for example, has been the least polluted continent in the world, other than Antarctica, but is the most likely to be affected by climate change. There's an argument that these countries need money to help reduce their emissions and to cope with global warming. In his message to COP26, the Chinese president urged countries to balance environmental protection and economic development, address climate change, and safeguard people's livelihood. He said that the G20 members should take the lead in promoting and applying advanced technologies and developed countries should also earnestly fulfill their commitments to providing funds for developing countries. Hi, it's Rose here. Following on from the stories about COP26, Her Majesty the Queen gave a moving video speech which was played at the conference, encouraging the world leaders present to act now to tackle the climate crisis. Queen Elizabeth II said there was always room for hope, despite the immense challenges of a climate emergency, as she called on the world leaders to recognise that the time for words has now moved.
to the time for action. The Queen talked about her pride in her own family for enduring commitment to the environment, starting with Prince Philip. I remember well that in 1969 he told an academic gathering, if the world pollution situation is not critical at the moment, it is as certain as anything can be that the situation will become increasingly intolerable within a very short time. If we fail to cope with this challenge, all the other problems will pale into insignificance. She is understood to want the conference to result in meaningful actions, but made it clear in her speech that she realised it wouldn't be easy. None of us underestimates the challenges ahead but history has shown that when nations come together in common cause, there is always room for hope. Working side by side, we have the ability to solve the most insurmountable problems and to triumph over the greatest of adversities. The Prince of Wales, the Duchess of Cornwall and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge were all present to help Prime Minister Boris Johnson welcome the global leaders. The Queen had been due to attend the event in person, but following medical advice, recorded her speech from home a few days before. Earlier this month, the Queen was hospitalised for preliminary investigations and advised by her medical staff to rest. It was reported that the Queen reluctantly took a few days off from her royal duties late last month and cancelled a planned trip to Northern Ireland. Exactly why the Queen was hospitalised was not specified, as she is entitled to medical privacy. But we all wish her a quick recovery. Hi, it's Laurie here. Did you experience problems with Roblox last week? The gaming platform is finally back online. After a huge outage which lasted all weekend, millions of players were unable to log on during the outage which lasted four days last week. It started on Thursday 28th of October when users reported they were having issues connecting to the game and eventually it became clear that most players could not access it at all. On Friday 29th of October, the official Roblox Twitter account posted the following message. We know you're having issues using Roblox right now. We're sorry and keep working hard to try and get things back to normal. Over the course of the weekend, the game's Twitter account posted regular updates. On Saturday, they announced they found the cause of the issue, and it was fixed late Sunday night. In a tweet, the company said, Roblox is back online everywhere. Thank you for your continued patience as we get back to normal. However, it was very unclear what happened and why it took so long to get fixed. In a post online, Roblox CEO David Bazuki said that this particular outage was especially difficult and involved a combination of several factors. He said that Roblox will share the actions they will be taking to avoid the same issues happening again in the future and will be transparent about their findings. Well, I'm very glad it's fixed as they missed playing Roblox when it wasn't working. And I hope it doesn't happen again. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.